With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about are there really bad moves? The simple answer is no. Okay, we can demonize different moves because you know we have back injuries or knee injuries, but moves are not inherently good or bad. Uh, all moves are to some extent dangerous. Moving in everyday life is dangerous. Stepping off the curb is dangerous. Okay, so there is some danger to every exercise, especially if we're not using moves that match our needs and goals or even our previous injury history. However, too often we just label a move as bad when really it's just that we don't know how to implement it correctly or we're not using the right variations for us. So yes, we always wanna work around aches and pains. Uh, One variation is not right for everybody. However, moves are not really inherently good or bad. It's our implementation that is not correct. That's why I wanted to share some tips so that you could actually get more out of a lot of the moves we tend to demonize because I think learning to control these movement patterns is so key for moving better in everyday life. If we can't lunge, if we can't squat, if we can't hip hinge, AKA deadlift, we're not gonna be able to do some of the movements in everyday life safely and efficiently and effectively, right? You're gonna get injured picking a box up off the ground. The gym is a great place to really learn how to control those movement patterns by regressing to progress where needed or using variations of movements. So if you ever thought like I can't squat, well, unless you're not gonna ever sit into a car or sit down to a toilet, you're gonna squat in some way, shape or form. So learning how to best control that movement based on your injuries, your needs, your goals is really key, okay? So if you've had back injuries and you've been demonizing the deadlift, stop, learn how to control that hip hinge movement. No, you might not be doing the heaviest barbell deadlift ever. Uh, You might be doing a band hip hinge, but you wanna see opportunity in exercises instead of just labeling them as bad. And realize that a lot of times where we get injured is because we didn't have proper recruitment patterns or proper form, or we we were using a variation that didn't meet us where we were at. So I wanted to share some tips so that you could stop sort of avoiding moves and demonizing them and instead really learn how to embrace them and utilize them correctly to meet your needs and goals. So tip number one when you're doing a move is to ask yourself, what do I feel working? I think so often overload and injury occurs and we sort of push through without even recognizing it, right? We're doing deadlifts and we're sort of like, oh, my back is sore the next day or my back even hurts when I'm doing it and I don't feel my glutes and we just keep doing it, right? Especially if we're looking in the mirror and our form looks correct, we're not paying attention to that underlying recruitment pattern. And often the more athletic we are, the more we can mimic a proper movement pattern without using the correct muscles because we know what it's supposed to look like. So we sort of compensate and overuse those other muscles. Our body is amazing in that way and that it will try and replicate what we're asking it, but it will also not necessarily say, hey, we can't use the right muscles to power this movement. Your lower back's gonna become overloaded and injured. So ask yourself when you're doing exercise, what do I feel working? This will help you often realize that sometimes you need to regress movements, that you need to change how you're cueing the movement to get better recruitment patterns, that maybe even a variation isn't right for you. But by actually asking yourself that, you can make sure that you're using the correct muscles to power the movement and just not mimicking proper form. Tip number two is don't force a movement when it doesn't feel correct. Looks for sort of that gray, okay? So if you don't feel the correct muscles working and you're like, well, my form is correct, okay? Realize that there are a lot of tweaks to different moves that we can do based on our builds. So, you know, you see that Instagram perfect squat where the chest is super upright and someone's sitting back and like doing an ass to grass squat and your build may not allow for that. So you trying to replicate that might be what actually is leading to your injury because you're trying to make a proper form that's not right for you. Maybe you need a wider stance. Maybe you can only squat to parallel. Maybe you have to turn your toes slightly out. There are so many little tweaks to moves that we can do to make them really fit our needs and goals. So we're actually recruiting muscles correctly, whether or not it's, 
you know, a unilateral variation over a bilateral variation. Maybe it's, you know, again, how we even cue the move, thinking push the ground away versus just pull from the deadlift. We have to see sort of opportunity in different types of cueing and slightly different body positions. Because I can tell you, I have clients do conventional deadlifts and their setups aren't exactly the same. How low they sink in the exact amount of knee flexion really varies. So see sort of a form as a little bit more gray over such a, like a binary thing of black and white, right? There's lots of ways we can tweak even lunges, say keeping a more vertical shin angle, a little bit more hip hinge to really make it fit our build so we can get those proper recruitment patterns. Tip number three is regress to regress. If I could repeat one phrase over and over again until it sinks into everybody's brain so much that they're brainwashed, it would be regress to regress, okay? Because it's one of these things that a lot of times I think we think we are beyond the basics, we've earned harder moves. And while we do earn harder moves, at points, even as you're pushing through, you're gonna hit that point where potentially you maybe gone a little too far or you feel things starting to shut off or you find a weak link because you've you know added enough weight that you start to shift in your squat to compensate because one side is a little weaker. At those points, you sometimes wanna take things back to basics, whether or not it's doing a mobility week, maybe it's even taking a little of the load off, maybe it's doing a couple fewer reps, maybe it's adding in some extra mobility work, but at points we really have to realize that progress isn't linear and we're not just gonna keep adding weights each week. We're not just gonna keep advancing movements. At points even, no matter how advanced you are and even the more advanced you are, you have to accept progressing to progress and even adding in different variations of movements, uh, maybe doing the uncomfortable unilateral moves where you can't use as heavy loads, just sort of work on those weak links because that's gonna help you not only come back stronger, but potentially get to that next level that you thought wasn't possible because you just kept trying to push in the same way and just kept thinking that progress was linear. Tip number four is be okay not using a variation, but try tweaks before you avoid it, okay? So back injuries, often people will then demonize the deadlift. And I use this because I think, you know, it's one of the most commonly misunderstood moves out there. But the hip hinge is so important for us to learn to control because if we can't push our hips back and properly load our glutes and our hamstrings, we're gonna end up constantly overloading our lower back, especially when we do hip hinge to pick something up off the ground like a box, okay? So I think it's a key movement pattern that we learn to, like, to control in our workouts and include in our workouts. But what variation you use might not be the same variation that someone else uses. So as much as I love the barbell deadlift, it's a hard move to get the form correct because you sort of have to drag the bar up your shins. And so if this is something that you find yourself not doing and you let the bar drift away, you're then putting more strain on your lower back. So you might not start with that variation even if you do eventually build up to it. You might start with a kettlebell so you can set the weight back between your heels. Or you might even start with a band hip hinge because you're not able to correctly load those glutes and you find yourself leaning forward over actually sitting back. So it's one of these things that it's okay to say a variation isn't right for you, but don't just rule out the whole movement pattern. Instead, learn how to control it and make tweaks to it to really match it to your needs and goals. Maybe you can't do active knee flexion, so maybe right now lunges aren't right for you, but there are lots of different lunge type variations that reduce knee flexion, like the anterior reach lunge, or even sort of a skater squat with reach back. There's lots of ways to even reduce the range of motion in split squats where you put like a block down instead of going all the way down to the ground. So think in terms of tweaks before you just rule out a movement pattern, because I think it's key we understand that if we don't learn to control something, there's more risk for getting injured in everyday life because we're gonna move in every direction. You won't realize until you can't do it how many times you do squat, lunge, hip hinge. So it's one of these things that the more you can learn to control that, the more you're not gonna get injured when you do it with a slightly awkward object in everyday life, okay? So let's stop labeling moves as good and bad and see the opportunity in them and really focus too on what we feel working. 
while form is 100% important, there's a lot more variation to it than we realize based on our builds, first off. And second, if we don't have proper recruitment patterns to power this proper looking movement patterns, we're gonna end up with injuries because to mimic a proper looking movement, we can compensate, especially the more experienced lifter we are. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and comment below if you have any questions.